Lecture topic. Gaining support from dua. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi alladheen astafa. Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Wa qala rabbukum ud'uni astajib lakum. دنیا is a place of challenge all kinds of challenges and this is not something that started off yesterday or last week or last year dunya has been a place of challenge ever since dunya came into existence and this is not something that has any difference of view about it every person's experience is that challenges are all the time there After all, Allah Ta'ala has already spelt it out in the Qur'an Sharif that dunya, there will be challenges. وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقْسِمْ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنفُسِ وَالْثَمَرَاتِ Various ways in which Allah Ta'ala has already spelt out various ways in which the trials and tests will come in dunya. There will be loss of life sometimes, sometimes there will be loss of wealth, sometimes there will be some other challenge. So dunya, this is Darul امتحان this is a place of tests but Allah Ta'ala's grace Allah Ta'ala's mercy Allah Ta'ala's kindness and compassion upon his servants Allah Ta'ala has not put a person into a situation but not given him the means of support in that situation a parent sends their child out to go and do some very maybe tough work some difficult task but then because they know that this might be difficult it might be a challenge so they are providing all the support that goes along with it whatever support is required financial support sometimes some emotional support some comfort of that regard whatever other needs so likewise insan Allah Ta'ala has placed him into dunya and dunya is a place of challenge so Allah Ta'ala has not left this dunya without the this insan without the support that he needs But then it is up to this insan, up to this individual that does he take the benefit of the support that has been afforded to him. That is now the issue left to him. So if he takes the benefit of that support that has been afforded to him, he will be able to take any challenge that comes in his way, in his stride. But if he does not take the support, the person is battling to breathe, the oxygen the is being provided to him but he says that I don't want to use this obviously he's going to battle even more but then the challenge is there the lungs are infected but he's taking that oxygen he's now comfortable he's able to breathe until such time that that matter has been relieved until such time that the treatment has now been undertaken but in the interim that oxygen has given him relief so likewise in this situation of dunya challenges come about where sometimes a person feels that he has now become cornered in a way 
he's feeling claustrophobic, he's feeling unable to breathe in a figurative sense. Allah Ta'ala has provided this insan with all levels of support. And one of the very, very deep levels of support, very effective and for a mu'min very fundamental that he latches onto this support is the support of dua. The support of dua, dua is that link which links him up directly with his Rabb, which links him to his creator and sustainer. When a person is in a situation, he's in a predicament, so first he gets sometimes even shocked by something that just happened or some situation that just unfolded. But then immediately his mind starts running. Now what? And more often than not, he immediately is beginning to start dialing. He wants to dial somebody who he knows. Somebody who he feels will be able to now help in this situation. Or he wants to drive to somebody. He doesn't want to talk to the person on the phone. He wants to talk to him face to face. Because that might be even more effective. Because now the person will see him. The person will see the the condition that he's in and the person might be moved to try and help him now. So more often than not, almost an instant reaction when a person is suddenly faced with a situation that he wants to start dialing somebody, he wants to talk to somebody, he wants to meet someone to try and get this matter now, some resolution or some, some way in which how to go about trying to solve this problem. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with dua that, oh my banda, oh my servant, when you are faced with some predicament, you are faced with some difficulty, you are faced with some challenge, you want to talk to somebody, you might dial that someone, you'll find it engaged maybe. You might dial that someone, you'll say the person not available at the moment. You might go to see the person, they say, no, he's not available now, you come some other time. You might go to see the person, he might meet you also, and he'll say, sorry, I'm not in a position to do anything for you. But if you took the time to first dial Allah Ta'ala, to first connect with your Rabb, how do you dial Allah Ta'ala by raising your hand and begging of Him and turning your attention to your Creator and Sustainer who has created you, who has created the whole universe and who is the control of all the issues that happen in this universe. Everything is in His control and therefore our entire Iman is based on this Tawheed, this oneness of Allah wa Ta'ala, La ilaha illallah. There is none worthy of worship but Allah Ta'ala. So now this Tawheed, this oneness of Allah Ta'ala, this should be so deep down in the heart that the first thought of call is only Allah Ta'ala. And then having connected to Allah Ta'ala and having drawn down His help, then because we are living in dunya, dunya is Darul Azbab, Allah Ta'ala has guided us towards using the Azbab using the means but the means do nothing the means can do nothing the means have no ability to do anything only that which Allah Ta'ala wills which what will happen what Allah Ta'ala makes possible to happen that will take place and if Allah Ta'ala withholds something nothing will happen among the Muslim du'as the du'as that Rasulullah taught us to recite after every salah the du'as that Nabi Sallallahu would recite after every salah among those du'as, one 
And now these are few du'as that were recited after every salah. Every salah, five times a day, and five times a day, who is making this du'a? That personality who Allah Ta'ala blessed with, being the most concise in his words also. Was Jawami'ul Kalim. He could encompass the ocean in a teacup, in a teaspoon. And he has made this a part of his system, his mamul, his daily practice, that he had made it his daily routine, so to say, that after every namaz he's making these du'as, how much must be in this? And what great lessons would there be in it? Obviously these du'as, Nabi Wasallam was beyond any, any shortage of anything, any deficiency in any matter. These du'as were meant to be ta'aleem to us, lessons for us. Among those du'as, Allahumma la mani'a lima a'atayit, wa la mu'tiya lima mana'at, وَلَا يَنْفَعُ ذَا الْجَدِّ مِنْكَ الْجَدِّ Ya Allah, if you withhold something, there is nobody that can give it. Ya Allah, if you withhold something, I can dial who I want, I can contact whichever contact I want, I can make the... When, meet whoever I wish, but Ya Allah, if you decide to withhold something, nobody on the whole earth and in the whole universe and the heavens and earth, anybody can give it to me. وَلَا مُعْتِيَ لِمَا اللَّهُمَّ لَا مَانِعَ لِمَا عَطَيْهِ Ya Allah, if you have decided to give something, if you have decided to bless somebody with something, then the whole world can get together, they can't withhold it. They cannot become a barrier in it. They cannot become an obstacle in it. person can try, others can try, they can try to do whatever they wish, to try and prevent that from reaching the person. But if Allah Ta'ala has decided to give it, nobody can withhold it. And if Allah Ta'ala has decided to withhold it, there is nobody that can give it. And a person can make whatever effort he wants. If Allah Ta'ala has not decided to put an effect in that effort, nothing is going to benefit. Only that which will Allah Ta'ala decide should benefit will benefit. So now this is a lesson that a person is being given every day, that by means of this dua, number one, he is asking Allah Ta'ala, Ya Allah, you decree it for me. What my needs are, Ya Allah, you bless me. But then he is reminding himself that look, it's only what Allah wills that will happen. He is embedding this lesson deep down in his heart. It's only what Allah Ta'ala gives that will come. And the whole world can decide to give it. If Allah also withholds it, nothing will come. So now who should I ask from? I should ask from Allah wa Ta'ala. So now this message of dua, this lesson of dua, which Allah Ta'ala has given us a very, very clear instruction, a command in the Qur'an Sharif وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمْ مُدْعُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ That your Rabb and Allah Ta'ala gives this via Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Nabi is giving this message to his Ummad وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمْ مُدْعُونِي That your Rabb has given you this instruction you call unto me I will answer your call but call and ask in a way that is meant to be asked Allah Ta'ala is most Kareem, among the attributes of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala, the 99 names of Allah Ta'ala as we know famously, among those attributes, one of the attributes of Allah Ta'ala is Al-Kareem. The meaning of this attribute is, Alladhi yu'ti bidunil istihqaqi wal minna. That being who gives despite the recipient not being deserving. If you think about it, the countless benefits and ni'mas that we use and enjoy every moment, every day. Did we deserve any of this? 
Allah Ta'ala blessed us with eyes, we are seeing with it, because we deserve it. Did we ask for it? Allah Ta'ala gave us without asking for it. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with the tongue, we talk from morning till evening, endlessly. And if we had not been blessed with this tongue, what, what difficulties we would have been in? But did we deserve this? We had any, any right on Allah Ta'ala? Allah Ta'ala was obliged, nausubillah, to give us this. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with this without us deserving any bit of it. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with hearing, blessed us with vision, blessed us with the ability of thinking, blessed us with our hands and feet, blessed us with countless ni'mads within these ni'mads. Blessed us with food to eat. We are sitting here because we've had something to eat today. We had some energy to come. We could walk. Had a person been hungry for two days, he wouldn't have been able to walk to the masjid or come to the masjid even being carried to. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with count. Did we deserve any of these things? We had any right on Allah Ta'ala? This was purely Allah Ta'ala's gift and favor and bounty which Allah Ta'ala gave without us even asking in reality anything. And above all this, Allah Ta'ala blessed us with Iman. Blessed us with being in the Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We deserve this. This was our right. Allah Ta'ala blessed us without even having asked these things. The greatest of bounties. Now after all this, we want something more as well. We want some difficulty to be uplifted. We want something to be resolved. We are asking for something further. We want something further. All these countless ni'mas and bounties Allah Ta'ala gave us without even asking. Now these few more things we want, that too we don't want to ask. We don't want to humble ourselves in front of our Rabb. Humble ourselves in front of Allah Ta'ala and turn to Him in dua. Ya Allah, this difficulty has come or this calamity has come or this challenge has come or this is my need but now we want to turn to everybody else and we want to talk to everyone else about our difficulty we want to talk to everybody else about our challenge but we didn't talk to Allah Ta'ala yet we didn't yet turn to Allah Ta'ala and truly beg of Him but we went around to the makhluk of Allah Ta'ala to spell out all the difficulties that we are encountering all the challenges we are facing. Now can we imagine that the father, this is just on the level of example, Allah Ta'ala is beyond any comparison, Allah Ta'ala is above any kind of similitude, this is just for our understanding, that the father is very very kind, very compassionate, he is very generous, he does everything for his children, and he doesn't hold back anything from them, whatever the needs are, anything comes up, he is there to take care of it. Now there was something that came up in somebody's situation, some child, some son now, he's facing some problem, and then he goes and talks to somebody else outside the house. He goes to talk to some family friend, he goes to talk to some stranger about it, and the father comes to know about it. What, I, what did I hold back? And did I treat you in some unjust way any day? Did I do something else? And now when the time came, you had some need, you are talking to somebody down the road, you are talking to some stranger, but you didn't tell me about it. Is that father going to be pleased about it? But after all, that father also, as generous as he might be, as kind-hearted and compassionate as he might be, but what he can do is very limited. Sometimes with all his generosity, all his compassion and kind-heartedness, and every bit of well-wishing, he too says, look, I am at a loss. I am also stuck. I don't know what to do. I have nothing that I can tell you, and I've got nothing to offer you. Because that father is also Allah Ta'ala's makhluk. And he also is limited. And very limited. But Allah Ta'ala is khaliq. Allah Ta'ala has provided everything. 
Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with everything. And now we have some challenge and we're going to talk to somebody else about it only. The starting point is to talk to Allah Ta'ala. To turn to Allah Ta'ala and beg His help. Now, if we consider and if we think about it, we've had numerous problems, numerous challenges, numerous situations. And in all this, what percentage of time did we dedicate to dua? We had all these issues. We spent time in meetings to try and resolve the issue. We spent an hour sitting with somebody. We spent two hours talking to somebody else on the phone. We traveled two hours to try and get the matter resolved. But how many dedicated minutes in earnest dua asking Allah Taala, who is the controller of the universe and if he decides to give something, nobody can withhold it and if he decides to withhold, nobody can give it. So we spent hours in meetings with others, we spent hours in talking to people on the phone, we spent hours traveling to try and resolve a problem, but we didn't spend minutes also talking to Allah Ta'ala. This the Mashaikh states that really if a person wants to judge his level of Tawheed, then he should look at the extent of his Dua. This is an indicator, this is an indicator that what is the level of Tawheed, that how much does he turn to Dua. It's not something that is a be-all and end-all, that one thing will now give a complete result, but it's a very big indicator. That to the extent that a person very deeply, very sincerely, very earnestly keeps turning to Allah Ta'ala in dua, that is an indication to what extent he's connected to Allah Ta'ala. That is an indication to what extent is that Tawheed deep down in his heart. That anything he turns to Allah Ta'ala first. Then, having made the necessary efforts in dua, in begging Allah Ta'ala, making Salatul Haja, searching for those special moments of dua, those moments of acceptance, the time between the Azan and Iqama, which is every day, five times a day, the time between the Azan and Iqama, dua bain al Azanain, which is a very Mubarak time, a time when duas are accepted. He's searching for the time on the day of Jumu'ah. There is a moment in the day of Jumu'ah which most of the commentators of the view it is between Asr and Maghrib that a person asking Allah Ta'ala anything in that time will be certainly granted. It's an unknown moment but that moment has been confined in that time between Asr and Maghrib. He turns Now he's searching for these times. He's searching for the time in the last part of the night where Allah Ta'ala himself calls out Halmin Mubutalan Fawafia is there anybody in a problem I might give him relief from that situation? Allah is asking. So now he's looking for these moments and times. Specific, not, not confined to this, but he's trying to find these moments particularly. That how can I try and find such a moment which is more, that the effect of dua is greater in that time. So now he's looking to try and wake up at that part of the morning to turn to Allah Ta'ala in sincere dua, in earnest dua, from the depth of his heart to ask Allah Ta'ala. Now this is what should be part of every mu'min's life. Whether there is any apparently any problem or challenge or not. But when there is a challenge, when there is a difficulty, when there is a problem, then this should become even more greater. When a person, everything is going calmly, everything is going well, then too this should be part of his daily practice. That there's some dedicated time for dua, not just in a parrot fashion something, from the depth of his heart, 
first having made dua in the words of the Quran Sharif, the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu the duas that are in the Quran Sharif, the ahadith, even if he is not familiar with the meaning, but for the barakat of these kalimat and these words that have come in the duas of the Quran Sharif and the sunnah, masnoon duas of Rasulullah sallallahu but then to ask in the words he understands best, in the language he understands best, and to beg Allah tabarak wa ta'ala very earnestly, sincerely, this should be a part of his daily routine. Not just as a routine, but as an ibadat. Because this is the essence of ibadat, dua. Now if you look at all our situations, all our problems, how much time we've spent talking to people about our problems, forget just talking to ask for some, somebody from some advice, that is in his place, that should be done, mashwara should be made, the starting point is dua, connected to Allah wa ta'ala, then mashwara and seeking somebody's counsel and advice, that how do I go about taking the, what, what solution should I ad- adopt here, how should I go about resolving this, that too has been taught to us in our deen, to make mashwara. So that is in his place, but just to complain, just to keep complaining about this is my problem and to all and sundry, so we spent hours in that, but how much of time we spent talking to Allah ta'ala? and begging Allah Ta'ala's help. So, this is what we need to change. Now the halat that came, the situation that we are still faced with, this should have jolted us towards more dua. Allah forbid, Allah forbid, many a person says that, no, well, I was spending my time in Netflix. All the problems he has, he has all the problems that are now really mounting, and he has so much of issues that he is now complaining about, how you were spending your time in this time, you were now locked in your house, in that lockdown that was initially there, and whatever else, you couldn't even go to work, what you were doing? He says, no, well, I was really in a problem, but then how are you spending your time? He says, I was spending my time in Netflix, in the net of shaitan, in some sh- net of shaitan or the other. People want to catch fish, they use nets. Previously this was it. Nowadays people are fishing with dogs, but they want to catch big fish, they go into the trawlers and catch with nets. So that nets catch big fish. Shaitan has been using that net from ever since and now all the more. He's got so many nets, internet and this net and Netflix and Allah knows where, what other nets? And we get caught like fish in these nets. And then in the hands of Shaitan. So that hands of Shaitan, our hands are tied. We don't end up raising those hands towards Allah Ta'ala. Because that hand is now pressing buttons. Those hands which should be turned to Allah Ta'ala, having first held the Quran Sharif, having turned the pages of the Qur'an Sharif, having counted some tasbihat on it, having counted some istighfar on it, and then raising those hands towards Allah wa ta'ala, those hands are busy pressing entertainment buttons and haram buttons. Then we are still waiting for that difficulty to be uplifted, those du'as to be answered. No, no, there's a, there's a process, there's a system, Allah ta'ala has placed for everything. Allah ta'ala has given us this. Allah Ta'ala is saying, Ud'uni astajib lakum, call unto me, I'll answer you. We're not even calling, let alone how we call. That's the other part of it. Time has run out of how, what's the correct way to turn to Allah Ta'ala. Inshallah Allah gives tawfiq on some other occasion. But this is the primary thing, that we should be now turning our hearts in all earnestness to Allah Ta'ala. Dua should become a part of our daily life. We should bring dua alive in our homes. Every family member should be engaging some time in dua and in this way connecting ourselves to Allah tabarak wa ta'ala Allah ta'ala grant me the tawfiq as well and grant us all wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah